Today is Tuesday, September 19th, 2023, and this is a Daily Inc. update. Five U.S. citizens have been released from the country of Iran as part of a deal that was struck between that country and the Biden administration. Prison swap is more than an even exchange since the U.S. will receive five U.S. citizens who have been imprisoned in Iran and Iran will receive five prisoners that have been held here in the U.S. But on top of all of that, the Biden administration has promised to help the number one state sponsor of terrorism by freeing up six billion dollars worth of Iranian assets from previous sanctions that had frozen those assets in accounts across the globe. The Biden administration is insisting that this is not a ransom payment or any type of capitulation to terrorism. Terrorist demands. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby says that the accounts holding the money in Qatar and other countries will be supervised and that leaders in Tehran must submit requests before those funds can be withdrawn. The request for the funds must be used strictly for humanitarian purposes in the country of Iran. Former President Donald Trump says the deal will bring about terrible things from that country and called President Joe Biden dumb as a rock for the precedent-setting deal that he made with Iran, which Trump says makes the U.S. a laughingstock. Trump took issue with the $6 billion released of funds, which he called a ransom, and he pointed out that he has brought 58 hostages home from different countries when he was president, including North Korea, and never paid anything to get them. Joe Biden's son Hunter is now suing the IRS for the whistleblowers from within that agency who revealed the extent of his tax evasion when Joe Biden was vice president and beyond. Gary Shapley and Joseph Ziegler were two of those whistleblowers who recently testified before Congress this year about the Department of Justice slow walking and or diverting from a true investigation into Hunter Biden's foreign business deals and his tax problems. Now Shapley has hired attorney Tristan Levitt to represent him in this lawsuit coming from Hunter Biden. Levitt recently went on Fox News and revealed that the IRS leadership was not so much the problem as those within the DOJ when it comes to the investigation into Hunter. The IRS supervision uh, supervisors either supported him in what he was doing or those that didn't like it really backed away from the case and weren't involved. It wasn't until he disclosed his concerns to U.S. Attorney David Weiss that there began to be problems for him. And that's when Weiss began retaliating against him. And that's what set him on this path of deciding to come forward both the retaliation and the knowledge that, you know, as Weiss disclosed, Biden appointed U.S. attorneys were blocking charges from being brought against Hunter Biden. Police in Los Angeles have found and arrested a man accused of an ambush that killed an L.A. sheriff's deputy. Deputy Ryan Clinkenbrumer was shot and killed while he sat inside his patrol car. The suspect, who drove up and shot at Clinkenbrumer, was found barricaded at a home in Palmdale this past Monday. He's identified as a 29-year-old man. L.A. County Sheriff Robert Luna says his agency is confident that they found the right suspect in this case. 30-year-old Deputy Clinkenbrumer was a third-generation law enforcement officer and had just become engaged four days before for his death. A 91-year-old former U.S. Attorney General Edwin Meese is seeing so many holes in the legal case against Donald Trump and co-defendant Jeffrey Clark coming from the Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis that Meese has now gone so far as to file an amicus brief within that case in order to challenge the actions of Willis. In that brief, Meese argues that the conspiracy charges coming from Willis violates the supremacy clause within the U.S. Constitution that offers privileged and confidential discussions for the president under federal law. Meese even pointed out that not even George Wallace and Orville Faubus tried to go against President John Kennedy and his discussions with A.G. Robert Kennedy at the height of the civil right disputes that happened decades ago.
These natural story updates have been brought to you by Open Inc., a website that is a repository of documents for those who like deep digging, critical thinking, and true journalism where the facts speak for themselves. Up next, a preview of what is coming and what is available on the Open Inc. website. Well, the battle continues for Republican Carrie Lake of Arizona. Lawyers for Lake have submitted a 74-page legal document this week as Lake continues to appeal the 2022 election results in Maricopa County. Lake ran against Democrat Katie Hobbs in the governor's race and lost by a narrow margin in an election that was rife with reports from Arizonans of election machine breakdowns. This created huge lines as well as waiting times, causing some to leave and try at other precincts, only to find out the machines were broken there as well. The state also allowed for early voting and mail-in ballots, with the signature verification process being called into question for its accuracy. In this latest court filing made by Lake, she offered new evidence within the Maricopa County elections of 2022. The documents claim that 446 of the vote center tabulators did not pass the mandatory certification testing that is done prior to Election Day. Lake maintains that this caused misconfigured and defective printed ballots, which were then rejected by the tabulators, and this is what caused voters to have to leave the precinct because they weren't convinced their vote was actually counted or they felt compelled to try at another precinct. Lake has maintained that the 2022 election was chaotic with long lines and wait times, and there have been many reports coming from individual voters that attest to that fact. Lake says this has never been witnessed before in the state in prior elections. The court documents that were filed also maintain that Maricopa County election officials gave false testimony about the testing process and engaged in a cover-up. Lake goes on to suggest that these county officials intentionally sabotage the voting equipment to render the election irredeemably flawed. There are documents on the Open Inc. website related to Arizona and the 2020 presidential election. True the Vote was in that state issuing open records requests and focusing on gaining information that was related to Arizona's voter rolls, registration process, mail-in ballots, as well as security of drop boxes. Also, don't forget, there's always an opportunity for those who utilize the Open Inc. resource to offer any tips on documentation, ideas, or resources that would be useful in expanding and improving the Open Inc. website. You can send those tips by way of an email to grace, G-R-A-C-E, at open.inc. That's open.ink. Thanks for listening to this Daily Inc. Update.